0: Hi, this is Dave Kias, one of the hosts of Barbecue Radio Nation. And thank you for tuning in and listening to one of our archived versions of our national radio show. By the way, if one of your local radio stations is not carrying Barbecue Radio Nation, please have them contact us and you can be listening to us on your radio.
1: Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. for
0: tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am your host Dave Caius, along with our executive producer T-Bone and our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host Dan, Danny the Doc Hathaway. (laughs) Killing me man. (laughs) You know it's not easy coming up with new nicknames every week for you. Uh, But but we were talking about uh, after the show last week about Danny, because we—I've never called you Danny. I don't think T-Bone. Have you ever called him Danny? I yes, that, I have. That's but how you have, that's okay. how I got
2: brought up. Because he said, "All right, see you next week, Danny." Anyway, you know, like,
0: Danny, and I just went, "Who? Who?" I was looking around for a Danny. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, Danny has lined up another wonderful guest. In fact, a repeat guest, Brad Leininger, and he has got the getting Basted Barbecue team. He's got two restaurants, a ton of trophies, and his. Uh, Website is gettingbasted.com. T-Bone, you were doing a little extra research on Brad. What did you pick up? Let me tell you
3: something about Mr. Leininger. 2015 KCBS Team of the Year standings. By the way, this is thousands of teams every year. Number seven. 2016 finished number seven. 2017 finished number three. 2018 finished number one, 2019 finished number four, 2020 finished number one, and is currently in first place by over 100 points for this year. The dude's kicking it. Now, can you say Hall
0: of Fame first ballot? Hall of Fame, which, by the way, we are going to talk about in just a second. Do you get a vote on that, Dan? I don't. No, I'm not that important. Does Danny get a vote on it? Uh, Danny doesn't get to vote on anything. (laughs) (laughs) Even around the house? (laughs) Yeah, I have no say
2: in anything that happens anywhere.
0: So we're going to be talking to Brad in just a few. Uh, Also, we're going to be talking to Dan or Danny or whatever he is this week about preparing meats, which I think I'm very excited about. And of course, last weekend, Memorial Day weekend, I hope you both and everybody listening in had a great Memorial Day weekend. I was driving around a bunch on Saturday of last weekend. It was a beautiful day, about 65 degrees, which I love. Um, all the pools were open, but nobody was in the water because <laughs> it was too cold, but I had the moonroof open. Yes, I'm bragging. I have a moonroof and it's I was, so, you're so rich. I'm so rich, <laughs> but everywhere I went, I just smelled barbecue, barbecue. A barbecue. It was just like, everybody was out grilling and and smoking. And and of course, I had to go to a barbecue restaurant and get a fix. And then I thought, this is Saturday and it's a three-day weekend. Hold
2: on, time out. Did you just refer to barbecue as a fix? Yes. Do we need to have an intervention?
0: No, I don't want you to. I don't want to be on that show. Okay. Okay?
3: It does not seem totally inappropriate
0: for Dave. (laughs) No, no, no. I have to shoot uh, sauce through my veins. It's not a pretty thing. I got these cheeseburgers, man. Oh, man. Do not touch those wings. I swear to God. But... uh, Wait, wait, wait. Dan, you you should have realized. You
3: know, when he was talking about getting an apron at the store so he could wear so it so through the drive thru in it. his <laughs> car, like, we should have known that this was a problem. Get a hold
0: of yourself, David. You know, here is the bad thing: is I get it, and then I go park far away so nobody can nobody see can me. See, uh, you know, yeah. do you cry when you eat it too? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. There are some tears. You'll love this. I literally have a roll of paper towels in my front seat. Of course you do. Because if they don't give you enough napkins, you know, especially with barbecue, you know, I mean, you got to have a half a roll of paper towels for ribs. You know, I, I,
2: I was a little reserved when we first started doing the show, because I was like, what kind of crazy people am I going to get? <laughs> and then now now I'm starting to see the light. No, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a I, it's
0: a huge light. Wow. Just don't walk towards it. No. And, I, unless the light is right over a barbecue no, joint, no, and then I'll walk towards the light. Of course you will. Now, hey. now I've got to find an 800 number
3: for people <laughs> who need help like you to put as a public service announcement.
2: Oh, maybe we should start our own.
0: So uh we were you know just talking about Brad and how he'll probably be future Hall of Fame Quick mention, and this is very cool. The American Royal Association has announced the 2021 inductees into the Barbecue Hall of Fame. And a shout out goes to Yeti for sponsoring the Hall of Fame. Uh, This year, it's going to be Ollie Gates of legendary Gates and Sons with if you've ever been in Kansas City or even they talk about this place nationally. Uh, When you walk in there, what do they yell at you? Hi, may I help you? Yes, real loud. (laughs) And it just scares the you know what out of people who've never been there before. First
2: timers are like, help. Why, why, Why are they yelling at me? I I still like, uh, I'll get up to the counter and I I just go blank and I just order the same thing because I'm so... You know, give me a beef and fries You start having
3: flashbacks to the soup Nazi Oh man And you start being very afraid
0: You are, you're afraid Well when they yell at me I just go beef on bun on fries Exactly And they go like Oh okay And yeah. then they let me through yeah. uh, Grab a tray please That's another thing they will let you But I'm getting to go Still grab a tray um, Also the late Arthur Bryant with a lot of people have heard of Again he's admittedly Kansas City But uh, a lot of the presidents When they come to town Have gone to Arthur Bryant's barbecue It's tremendous um, also, Meathead Goldwyn, who um, we had him on the show back in November, and great. We're
2: gonna have to get him back on after the the announcement
0: of the whole. Absolutely, of yeah. 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 check out
3: our archives. You can listen to the podcast version
0: and I, we talked about one of the things we talked about was Thanksgiving and turkeys with him oh that's right yeah and he's got uh, it's it's a book it's a great book it's The Science of Barbecue and Grilling a New York Times bestseller and named one of the 100 best cookbooks not barbecue cookbooks but cookbooks of all time by Southern Living and again Meathead uh, Goldwyn he is going into the American Royal Association Hall of Fame and uh, Rodney Scott who does whole hog barbecue this man is not fooling around and we need to get him on the show hopefully soon and then the late i hope i'm saying her name right uh lytle ridges cabanas i believe is how you say it and considered by many to be the first female barbecue entrepreneur in north carolina and a lot of history there yep which is very cool. So anyway, if you want to learn more, check out AmericanRoyal.com. Just scroll down to the bottom of the page at AmericanRoyal.com and look for Hall of Fame under barbecue and you can check it out and look at all these great people getting into it. Um, Hopefully one day, Danny will be in the Hall of Fame. That's what we're hoping for.
2: (laughs) That's good. Something, some miracle will have to happen. That that. is what we're hoping for.
0: So it's time now for our Ask Dr. Dan or our Ask Dr. Danny, our barbecue fix-it man, sponsored by our new June barbecue sauce of the month, Urban Q barbecue sauce. They got a Bayou Classic Creole Q cooking sauce. Uh, this Creole Q sauce is sure to make your next, to be, I love it. it, is sure to become your next addiction. Do not look at me when I say the word addiction in barbecue. (laughs) It's only $8, and you can get it at UrbanQSmokeHouse.com. T-Bone, what do you got for a question this week? Okay, I'm just going to say, if my doctor's name is Danny, I'm finding
3: another one. (laughs) I would be still going by Danny. Hi, Dr. Danny. What does it mean? Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I forgot. Dear Dr. Dan. There you go. What does it mean to season a new grill or smoker and how do you do that? Ooh. From Eric Montero in Memphis. Good question. By Eric. the way, I, I don't know if you heard, but I love Memphis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he has his own addiction
0: to going back to Memphis. I, I think he does. Too. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah.
2: So, you know, the question, that's a great question because it's a question that I get at all at the barbecue store all the time when we're selling somebody a new grill. And you know, the, the act of seasoning the grill is really just getting the inside prepped in order to cook meat on it. And so a lot of times you'll like, for example, a horizon barbecue smoker, which is the old school offset smokers, it's raw metal on the inside. And so it has some dust from, you know, welding dust, mm-hmm. maybe some slag was left over from the welders. They didn't get it all the way blown out or, or, or sprayed out or whatever. Um, and you know, that metal is also going to hold a little bit of moisture. And so what you want to do, you want to get it, fire it up, get, get the grill nice and hot, get a nice layer of oil or some fat on the inside of it just to kind of help seal it up a little bit. And that way it's clean so you don't feel bad about throwing a nice big brisket onto a dirty old grate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of the new cookers, the Weber's, uh, Masterbuilt's, Traeger's, all these that have the really nice powder coat finish on the inside, they don't necessarily need to be seasoned. But they do need to be cleaned out a little bit. So a little bit of oil, maybe wipe them out a little. Get some dust out of them, and they're good to go. You don't have to go too crazy with the porcelain enamel stuff.
0: Very cool. Well, thanks again, Eric, for your question. We're going to send you some Urban Q barbecue sauce, the Bayou Classic Creole Q cooking sauce, which you can get at UrbanQSmokeHouse.com. Coming up next, Brad Leiniger, right here, coming up on Barbecue Radio Nation.
1: Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at thekansascitybbqstore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan.
4: Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers.
1: When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen.
4: My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country.
1: Sometimes my
5: husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans
1: Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister.
4: I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care, and it's made a difference. The Veterans
3: Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net.
0: Welcome back to barbecue radio nation. I am Dave Kais, along with Dan Hathaway and our guest who's driving around Branson right now is Brad Leininger. Uh, Brad has more trophies than anybody should ever have in one lifetime. Um, he's also got two restaurants. Uh, he's got one in Branson, Missouri getting basted and Downing street Poorhouse in Hollister, Missouri. And uh, you can check that out at gettingbasted.com. Uh, Brad, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Where Where are you driving to, by the way? Man, you know Memorial
5: Day. I've got all the kids. <laughs> we We were out playing on a farm, and now we're heading down. We're going heading down to the lake. So we're just we're just out and about doing some family time. I've been cooking all weekend, and now I'm paying the bills. Oh,
0: he, you, you sound like you just sound like a barbecue person. It, he doesn't, doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the truck, lake, <laughs> farm, barbecue. Yes, that's all it's about. So. um I have to tell you, I have a show speaking of Branson. I am doing a comedy show in the middle of August down in Branson, Missouri. It's for a private party. So I'm going to come to your restaurant, getting basted in Branson. And when I come there, it's going to be my first time there. Brad suggestion. What should I order for a first timer at your restaurant?
5: Well, I, I really like, I mean, I think we do a good job. We cook on gateway drum smokers. So I really like our ribs. I mean, they're, uh, very similar to what I do in the competition. And then our brisket's also really good. It's uh snake river farms, brisket. So we're cooking Wagyu and, uh, you can't go wrong with either one of those two.
0: So brisket and ribs, gosh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> <That's, yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with the ribs, um, what kind of ribs are you talking about? Short ends? We're doing St. Louis spares. St. Louis. Uh, okay. Yep. yep. Oh, that sounds good. Do you, do you make your own sauce? So we we,
5: uh, you know, we're, Blues Hog makes our sauce. So, Blues Hog, uh, you know, okay. Good friends, yeah, good friends with Timmy, and and he packages our sauce and, and bottles it up for us.
0: Very nice, very nice. So, did you just recently do a competition? I think Dan, were you there too? Yeah, yeah. We uh, we competed
2: against each other up in Valley, Nebraska. And, uh yeah, it was a it was a pretty good old shindig there.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun competition up there. It is. It, it is a fun. fun. The awards weren't too fun this year, but uh, other than that, it was a good time.
0: You're just spoiled, Brad. <laughs> I mean, you win so much. I'm, I'm sure when they, you know they hand you the second place ribbon or however you guys do it, you're like, "Oh, really? Second? Second? Come on!"
2: Oh, Brad, Brad's a better sport than that.
0: <laughs> uh, there, there are, I, 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 I just complained to my wife on the way home. That's exactly right. I,
2: that's a, that's the first phone call you make, or, or or if if Jackie's in the truck with me, we just. I just complain about it the whole time. It's like,
0: <laughs> what's wrong with my barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> and then the next week you win. I'm the best barbecuer in the world. Yeah, it's it's very bad. Bi- well, I got lucky.
5: I got to cook the next day this time. So yeah. it worked out pretty well.
2: So how how was the one, the single meat rib cook off?
5: I had a good time. I really like them. I mean, I think, you know, they're just just easy in. You know, you load in that morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, You cook one meat and you're you're out of there in a few hours and uh, man, I love it. I think it's a great concept.
2: Yeah, and so for all the listeners we're talking about, uh, the Kansas City Barbecue Society usually does four categories and they've kind of put together this single meat competition where you show up, you do one meat, you do one turn in. In Brad's case, they did a triple and so they had three separate times where you turn in the ribs and uh, it it counts as points and, and you get some good practice off of it too. So it's a it's a pretty neat deal, and and it's great for people that want to get into barbecue but don't want to go full in. Just kind of want to dip their toe in the water and see what try it out. And uh, yeah, just check out KCBS and uh, find all the information on it.
5: Absolutely.
0: Well, Brad, you won the the uh, barbecue Kansas City Barbecue Society twenty twenty team of the year. Correct. That is correct. And now you're leading in points for 2021. He's <laughs> a road so far, warrior. So so good. Okay, are you like Tiger Woods in the 90s? Is that kind of how we should compare you to?
5: Um, you know, I don't know. You know, obviously Tiger's on a different level, but I'm cooking really well. and I'm, enjoy- I'm enjoying myself. And, and I, I, I never kind of in- intentionally set out at the beginning of the year to win Team of the Year. But if I get out there and get some wins early and, and put myself in a position to win it, then, uh, you know, I'm going to run for it. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, you know, I've got a few wins and, and we're only in June. And, uh, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to put it away early, maybe this year.
0: Well, you know, that, that you, you just said something that, that made me think about it. And, and Dan talks a lot about when they are doing competition about enjoying the process. Talk about enjoying the process as a barbecuer in a competition.
5: Well, I mean, I think it's important, right? I mean, you put so much time into it, so much effort. Uh, it really is an all week thing. And, and if you're not enjoying yourself, then it, you know. You, you, you just you're just not going to be able to, to put the, the, the work in that it's required to be successful in barbecue. So, you know, I'm still having fun, still enjoying it. And as long as I'm doing that, I'm going to continue to, you know, to cook most weekends.
2: So, yeah, Brad, you know, you said the getting prepped for a contest is like an all week thing for you. What does that week look like from your Monday to Thursday? Could you give us a little insight on that?
5: Yeah. So I'm at the restaurants Monday and Tuesday, just digging through meat. Right. So we get, you know, we're cooking the same stuff there that we cook out on the competition circuit. So I'm digging through all the ribs, digging through all the pork, going through everything. And then Wednesdays, you know, I'm trimming everything, buying chicken, trimming everything uh, making sauces, making injections, you know, getting my rubs, making sure I've got everything. Usually calling Dan, you know, put an order in to get it overnighted to me. <laughs> right. And, and then, uh, uh, you know, then we're just loading up on Thursday. So I try to spread it out and do a couple of hours, you know, an hour, hour and a half, two hours every night. So I'm just not sitting there wasting a whole day doing it. I just try to spread it out and, and, and get everything going throughout the week, but it really is a process. You know, sometimes it comes together pretty easy. Uh, you've got everything. It's easy to find meat. And sometimes man, you're just, you know, you're just struggling to find the stuff you need to cook that weekend
2: yeah it, it can definitely be a struggle sometimes and, and I found myself as I do more and more contest over the years, the more you can get yourself prepped by like if I can be prepped and ready to go midday Thursday you know be completely done it just makes it just makes the whole contest more enjoyable where you can show up you know everything's trimmed everything's ready to go and, and it just, you just you you're not handicapping yourself in any way at that point.
5: Yeah, there's other stuff to do at a contest and sit there and dig through meat, trim it. And, you know, what if it's not what you like or what if what if it's spoiled or whatever? There's a lot of things that can go wrong if you're, you know, cutting into your meat uh, at a contest. So everything that you can do legally beforehand, we try to get done beforehand. So it, it, it certainly just frees it up and it makes it more fun. I mean, you're there. Your friends are there. The last thing you want to be is stuck in a trailer trimming chicken.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Brad, we got about a minute and a half left. So, a quick question, because um, I don't do the competition. Dan's our competitor here. When when you're doing all that prep work, do you do it conveniently at your restaurant, or do you come home and do all that at home? I do a little bit of
5: both, but I try to do it at the restaurant just because you know it, it works out. On our trash day is on Monday, so if I'm trimming, uh, you know, if I'm trimming stuff on Tuesday at home and then that kind of goes into our uh, receptacle but my my, uh, garage starts to uh, get a little get a little funky by the next Monday
0: so I try to do it at the restaurant you find that wolves are standing outside your garage door for about five days (laughs)
5: yeah we well yeah you talk about driving around one of the things I had to do this morning was uh, uh, clean up a little uh, uh, trash incident out there that that somebody got in the the bin so yeah uh, it's part of the challenge of being a professional barbecuer
0: (laughs) do you have bears in your neighborhood I mean I hate
5: to ask (laughs) I think it was geese we were trying to figure it out we don't have any we live in the, you know, our, our neighborhood's got nothing in there. Somebody's dog or geese as <laughs> I can tell.
0: <laughs> so we got less than a minute left. Um, you know, I am not the cooker of the show. Obviously, Dan is. Um, but I noticed on your menu, if you could very quickly tell us how to do this, because it's very important. How does your restaurant make a grilled cheese?
5: <laughs> grilled cheese. So I mean, that's just got you know we put bacon on it. It's adult grilled <laughs> cheese. I don't know. You what know, We just call that. So so it's good. you know we had to take it and put pork put, uh, put some pork on it basically. But it's got some tomatoes. It's kind of a BLT with some melted cheese on it. Really. Oh, so man. I mean, it's it's really good. It's one of our favorite items.
0: I've been on a, so, a grilled. Well, I'm kind of off of it now. But for a while, I literally had a grilled cheese addiction, and I can't fix one by myself to save my life. So uh, I might even get lots that. of butter. Lots that's of butter. Cheese. There you go. <laughs> the right that's bread it. too. That's exactly right. Well, we're talking with Brad Leininger, and we're going to have him back on the next segment. And he's got two great restaurants. And check out gettingbasted.com. We're going to be talking about ribs coming up in the next segment right here on Barbecue Radio Nation.
1: Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention.
3: CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit CDC.gov.
1: If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them?
4: By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America,
0: 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio, producer T-Bone and co-host, my barbecue expert, my barbecue expert, Dan <laughs> Hathaway. Wow, things got personal. It <laughs> did get a little Danny. He uh, got a little <laughs> personal. Uh, we're talking with today Brad Leininger, a second-time guest, by the way, and he was the first place with so many trophies, but just, just to name another one, first place winner in the Jack Daniels World Championship Invitational Barbecue in Pork, and uh, we're going to talk about ribs in just a second, and of course, you can check out his website, gettingbasted.com and that's getting as in G-E-T-T, B-I-N B-A-S-T-E-D, B-A-S-T-E-D.com, com So I was looking at the um, different things about you, Brad, and one of the things that you were featured in Feast Magazine, which, by the way, their website is feastmagazine.com, and I'm going to steal one of their questions. So feastmagazine.com, please, no, do not get angry at me. I'm stealing one of your questions. But I thought this was a great question, and it's, what's it like to teach people in other countries about barbecue?
5: you know when we go over there and we've done several classes in Australia, Europe uh and, and it's it, it's it's a lot of fun they're just very enthusiastic about it it kind of reminds me probably of how barbecue was you know competition barbecue was here about 30 years ago mm. i mean they're wanting to learn they're wanting to soak it up and and they really love the culture they really love the the american culture and and the barbecue culture so it's just it, it's fun teaching them just because they're just so involved and so in it
2: what do you think it is about the culture that that really draws people from other countries to barbecue?
5: I mean, I just think a lot of them already have kind of a and just just that American, you know, bigger, better, you know, you know, more fire, more, you know, just kind of more obnoxious, I guess you would say that kind of just brings them into it. <laughs> that makes And uh, you know, they they love it.
2: That that ma- that makes sense cuz uh, you know, that's that's the one thing that I love about barbecue is just the process of it, you know starting the fire, you know, poking the fire, throwing wood on it, doing the whole thing. And, and I could see how somebody that really hasn't had a lot of exposure to that could get really sucked into that. That's a, that's a pretty neat deal. And,
5: and we drink a lot of beer while we're doing it. And let, and let me tell you, we, we do that really well, but, but we do a class up there in the Netherlands and, and they can drink. And then in Australia, man, they take drinking at a barbecue to a whole different level. Really? <laughs> they do, man. I'm telling you, I had, I had to, cry, I had to cry uncle. I did, you know, I'm,
0: I'm, I had to tap out. That should be our new slogan. More obnoxious. The American way.
5: (laughs) The American
0: way. American barbecue. American barbecue. So, so Dan and you guys, you both competed last weekend. Uh, Dan did quite well, by the way. I didn't do that well. I I had
2: a good, I had a good brisket turn in other than that it was everything was pretty
0: mediocre well okay' okay, I'm, okay <laughs> hang on everybody I'm starting to sense a pattern with you barbecue boys okay it's like oh Dan tied for first place and he didn't do all that well well and brisket right yeah, yeah but it's all about it's about the whole cook the cook as a
2: whole <laughs> you can get lucky in one category but if you don't have a cook an overall good cook you're just
0: you know, he's back to the drawing board. Well, one of the things you are great at, Brad, is ribs. Let's talk about ribs. Um, if you would, let's kind of think of the uh, backyard barbecue, And you were talking about selecting your ribs for the competition. For the backyard barbecue. let's start with selecting ribs and kind of go from there, if you would. Yeah, I mean,
5: one of the things you're looking for, and I think a lot of people, you know, the, the pork board, for whatever reason, ran like a lean pork Uh, advertising campaign a few years ago. And and it's really, that's not what you're looking for. You're looking for marbling inside of pork and, and beef and anything you're cooking. And that's not like globs of fat on it. That's the fine intermuscular, you know, white lines that are kind of striated through the muscle. So when you go to the grocery store, that's the first thing you look for. Pick up a rack of ribs, Look at it. Doesn't it have good marbling, and and if it does, and you can kind of move on from there and look for other criteria, which would be kind of thickness, uh, you know, straight bones. You know, we always say it's kind of like a unicorn to find all three of those. You know, that doesn't happen, but you know, kind of in those order. You know, look for marbling, look for thickness, and then finally look for good straight bones that you can get a good presentation cut off of.
2: So when you say uh, uh you know, the weight of them when you're when you're talking about the size of them, how how heavy do you like to cook a rib? I mean, I'm I'm like a three and a half and down. Um, yeah,
5: yeah, and yeah, I think you and I are both fortunate enough that we kind of get food service uh, packaging where they're they're really tightly specked, mm-hmm. and that's what we're looking at those three and a half and downs. And, the, and but a lot of times, you know, the weight on the package, it, you know, in a grocery store doesn't tell you much because it just might be trimmed worse, right? I mean, it could be a really good rib that that sits there in the package and only weighs three pounds, but it's trimmed a little tighter. Or it could be a big old five pound behemoth, but it's got a lot of stuff you're gonna have to take off. <laughs> right. So you you really the best way to do it is to feel it. You know, I mean, you can sit there and grab it and feel how thick that rib is, and 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 go by that than just just the weight, for, you know, on the package.
2: Right. And so when you when you talk about intermuscular fat, you're talking the lines in it. Does, does the top of the when you get a, a slab of ribs with a lot of surface fat on it, does that scare you off at all? Because sometimes no,
5: wh- I mean, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. No. As you can to say, no, it doesn't. I mean, a lot of times, you know, that's the bacon that was sitting there on those spare ribs. And we're generally cooking spare ribs in competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of course, the back ribs are on up, you know, towards the back. The spares kind of hang down there towards the belly. And uh, that's the bacon that's on there, that's on the fat there. So, I mean, you can get in there, you can cut that off. I'd rather take that off myself mm-hmm. than have had the butcher take it off. Because sometimes the butcher can get in there really deep and leave some shiners and some stuff that you don't want to have.
0: Okay, so you get the ribs home, and again, we're talking for the backyard barbecue, and you've done a little trimming. What next? What 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 do you put on as far as a rub or seasonings and so forth?
5: Just, just a simple. We use a lot of Blues Hog products in both the, the restaurants and in competition, and so he's got a good rub that's uh, just an all purpose. Uh, it's called Sweet and Savory. So we run that, you know, pretty well out of the bottle. And, uh, you know, we'll put a couple other things on there, but just maybe a little bit of heat, you know, run it, run it like a hot, a hot rub or a little bit of cayenne pepper, but just a good rub. That's got a good color and just a good all around, uh, uh, flavor profile. And, and there's a bunch of them out there, you know, Dan could talk about that, you know, quite a bit, but just any good commercially available rub, uh, put it on there. I'm usually putting that on about 30 minutes before I go on the smoker.
2: So do you think that the, the putting it on 30 minutes ahead of time, it gives it enough time to kind of melt into those ribs? And and set up enough to when you do throw it on the cooker, it's just not going to get. You know, everybody's had put them on before where they get that little bit of pastiness to them. Is that thirty minutes? That's that's crucial, isn't it?
5: It is, and and you know you'll see people use a binder or something. I don't use a binder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just let you know the moisture, natural moisture of the meat, take care of it. Right. Uh, so you give it that thirty minutes. It will. It'll liquefy a little bit on top. It'll kind of set in there and and. And, uh, you know, it, it'll kind of start to blend in with that, you know, draw a little bit of moisture out of the top of the meat, pull a little bit of it in there. And, yeah, it just helps it set. You know, that's that's what we're doing when we first put it on the smoker. You know, we're cooking hot and fast and we're cooking over direct coals. And uh, that first hour, that's all we're doing is just setting the top side, setting that rub up.
2: Yeah, and that first hour is crucial for doing that. Now, when you get those, ru- when you get those ribs onto the cooker, give us a little idea of what you're doing as far as time and temperature goes on the Gateway Drum Smoker.
5: So we're running at 300 degrees, and uh, it's kind of misleading 300. If you were to do it on a different uh, type of cooker, you probably would want to go a little bit hotter. Mm -hmm. But since we're going direct coals, you know, we've got a direct fire underneath it. The 300 degrees seems to work good, and we're going about two hours. And and, and the good thing about a gateway drum is, is you can get in there and you can play with your food. You know, a lot of cookers, when you open them up, you're losing heat. A gateway, you actually build heat as you build them up. So we're able to get in there, flip our food, spin it around about every 20, 30 minutes. We're flipping, spinning, and we're basically going for color. You know, we want that good maho- mahogany bark that, that, you know, that barbecue color, we call it. And and once we reach, reach that, that's about two hours. We, we take it, we wrap it up and uh, wrap it up with a little bit of liquid and a little bit of butter and uh, uh, just go until it's tender at that point, which is usually probably about another 45 minutes. So our ribs are two and a half to three hour ribs
0: off a of Gateway Drum.
2: That sounds so delicious. <laughs> if you've never had ribs off of a gateway drum, they're pretty special. That sounds so delicious. They
0: really are. Now, now, personally, and everybody's, some people like sauce, some people don't like sauce. What's your, what's your opinion, your personal opinion about sauce? I, I love a drizzle of sauce on good barbecue, but what about you, Brad?
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I think sauce is part of, you know, you were cooking Kansas City style barbecue, and, and I don't want to bury it or anything, but I think a good, you know, we put a lot of salt on there. We put a lot of uh, flavor in there, and and we're coming back, and and a little bit of a sweet and the sauce balances it out. And it's more of a glaze, you know, that we're doing. It's not necessarily a sauce, but it's just more of a glaze that sits there and makes it fit.
0: Very nice, very nice. Well, we've been talking with Brad Leiniger. He won the tw- Kansas City Barbecue Society 2020 Team of the Year. He's leading in 2021. You can learn more about that at BBQLeague.com. He's got two restaurants, Getting Basted down in Branson, which I will be at in the middle of August. He's also got Downing Street Poor House in Hollister, Missouri. So check out both their restaurants and again, check out his website, which is gettingbasted.com. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about preparing meats with Dan. Brad, thanks for being on the show, and we'll be right back right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay, I just brought some gum
2: in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake.
4: Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
1: To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.
0: Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Quick shout out to Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out. OldHickoryPits.com. They've got the Old Hickory Pits wood burning barbecue pits, commercial and now, yes, residential for all you backyard barbecuers. So you want to check that out. OldHickoryPits.com. Also, wanted to do a quick mention that the Kansas City Barbecue Society. Uh, the giant barbecue battle virtual experience is going on now through June thirtieth. You can register today and upload your entry to compete in the America's Virtual Barbecue Food and Music Festival. Weekly winners and great prizes. Um, you can check them out at the Kansas City Barbecue Society, either on Facebook or go to their website, which is KCBS.us. And um, you could—it looks like anybody could compete in this little virtual thing. So Dan, should I throw in my ribs or something on Man, that?
2: If you if you want to do it, I will point you in the right direction. <laughs> I think that'd be I think that'd be the coolest thing ever.
0: I think it's 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 very nice. And a uh, little side note, you know, you you did a, a competition last weekend up in Nebraska, and and it's so nice to see that opening up. Of course, T Bone was down in Memphis for Memphis in May not too long ago. I love Memphis. <laughs> he won't stop talking about Memphis. He won't stop talk, talking about Memphis. <laughs> Have I told you about Memphis? You know, you could be talking to T Bone about well you. No, I Anything. think I think the weather's going to be a little sunny. You know, it was sunny in Memphis. Yeah. Did you know it, it was, was sunny? It was. <laughs> <laughs> He's already got the, the date circled for 2022. Of course, I was mostly out at night. So. <laughs> <laughs> Saw a lot of stars. Hey, we, our weekly radio station shout out goes to 105.1 FM ESPN Radio. Uh, you know, we're now in Hawaii. We're broadcasting in Hawaii. And now we are in Paris. So I don't know if you guys knew that. What? Paris, Texas. Oh. That's right. <laughs> I've been to Paris, Texas. <laughs> and we're, you can listen to us next time you're down there. We're again on 105.1 FM ESPN Radio. We're on a lot of sports stations. That's because cool. barbecue and sports go hand in hand. Well, it's kind of a dude's thing. It, well, you know. a little bit. Yeah. But we want everybody to join in. Check out their website, painradio.com. I'm sorry, painradiogroup.com. Thanks for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. So... I've been coming up with these Father's Day gifts, ideas, because Father's Day almost here. And I was thinking about this one gift. And I know when you first say this, it's kind of like giving your wife a vacuum cleaner. Okay, <laughs> this is one of those kind of gifts. But I thought, you know, you're watching Dad grilling and smoking, and he goes out there, and he doesn't really clean the grill off very well. He just kind of throws sla- throw some meat on there, and you're like, how do we tell Dad... You know, can can you clean the grill a little bit? So here's a subtle way of doing it is by giving Dad a Charcoal Companion Dual Handle Monster Brush. That's Monster Brush for twelve ninety nine. Dual Handle, Dad. Here, what do you think? I mean, I as
2: as often as I clean my, grill, I mean, as often as I clean my grill, I I go through brushes like crazy and. This thing's pretty cool because you can actually replace the head on it so you don't have to go buy a whole new brush. That, every that's center. part of it. You put a whole new head on it. It has, you know, it's dual handle. You, dual you handle. get up in there real good and scrape all the grates off, get all the junk off of them and you'll be back in business.
0: Well, that's one of the things, speaking of which, that you do a good job of though, don't you? Every time you're about to, to grill something, you, you get that thing really nice and shiny. I
2: I, I have a little bit of a, a dirty cooker thing where it just grosses me out. I mean, there's that you wouldn't just like take a a pan right out of the sink and just start right.
0: frying eggs and something you cook <laughs> hamburgers on it the day before, would you? I mean, that's just nasty, man. Not, not only that, <laughs> but a lot of our people who are listening live in an apartment complex or a condo and you have to share grills with the other people in the complex. Yeah. And I can't imagine... Not getting that thing super clean before you touch it, even though it's just meat. But I mean, still, right. you know. Yeah, I
2: mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna scrape it off. I'm gonna let it burn for an hour,
0: and then I'm gonna put my food on it if that's the case. So check this out. Of course, it's at the Kansas City Barbecue Store, and their website is the Kansas City BBQ Store dot com. It's the Charcoal Companion Dual Handle. That's, dual that's Handle, not just one. No. Well, see the thing with is with the dual handle, you can put more weight on it. But wait, there's more. Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> But get their monster brush it's only 12.99 and a perfect and I do mean perfect father's day gift and that's just coming around the corner Man, father's again. Father's
2: day is really sneaking up on us it quick. It does.
0: It does you know it's the big deal about Mother's Day and then it's like yeah,
3: Father's Day right. here you go <laughs> right. oh, oh okay you can go golf each <laughs> yeah plan. you can
0: go golf oh I learned that lesson do not go to the golf course on Father's Day because every mother tells dad take the kid to the golf course that has no idea how to golf and uh, but if you like a 12 hour round of golf be sure to go there yeah that's a hard pass for me it is a hard pass go there on Mother's Day by yeah, the way right because every dad has to be with mom taking well, care if you, of mom if
2: you go to the golf course on Mother's Day then you can go to the golf course any time after that that you want to because you'll be kicked out of your
0: home. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> every day is golf day. Right. And every day I'm fixing my own meals. So anyway, get to head at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. So we had a great segment with Brad last segment talking about preparing ribs. Um, but let's talk about other things. Of course, if you don't mind, Dan, let me start out with my favorite, brisket. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about preparing a brisket when you're getting ready to throw it on the on the smoker.
2: Okay, so yeah, th- that's actually, a, that's a great one to start out with because brisket's really important when you are selecting, you know, going to the, going to the grocery store, going through the, the meat counter, mm-hmm. just ca- trying to take a look at it. You know, what I look for is I look for the same thing with, that Brad talked about with the ribs, the, the intermuscular fat, the, the little striations of, of fat that go in between the, the, the meat, um, and you can kind of you can get a good idea if you flip it upside down and look at where they've cut it off the animal because it's gonna be it's gonna be bare. It's not gonna have that big thick fat on the top of it like the the point does when you when you're talking about a whole packer brisket. And so I'll start out. I, I look for a, a flat that is the part that you're actually gonna slice is what's called the flat. And so I look for something that's a little bit thick. You know, has has good thickness to it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't taper off towards the end. To that way, it's going to cook a little more evenly.
0: Oh, I, you know, I hadn't thought about yeah. that. And okay. So,
2: and so the other thing that I look for is, in between the flat and the point on the the cut side, there's going to be a I I call it a knob of fat. I don't know what the technical term <laughs> is. It's a knob of fat. Okay. And I look to see how big that is because if if that is a if it's a pretty good size, you're gonna your point's not going to be as big as you think it is. It's going to be mostly fat underneath mm. there. So, what I do is I'll look for something that's good medium size but lays pretty straight and and has good thickness to it and then from there, it's all about you know what you do to it after that to get it prepped and right cook. and so a lot of times, if I'm cooking brisket at the house, I'm doing whole slices and i I won't even mess with you know doing the burn ends. I'll just do old school Texas slice brisket where you go straight down mm-hmm. through the point and the flat and you get both you know the best of both worlds right there
0: so you know, when you're picking out things, uh, we'll kind of stay with brisket for the moment. Mm-hmm. And let's say you, you don't have a butcher shop nearby, so you go to the grocery store. Right. Is it probably a good idea to befriend the guy the the, the guy or gal behind the 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 window of meat? So that they're going to give you the better cuts. Well, I wouldn't. I of course it's it's always better to be nice to people. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, we are promoting niceness here. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh,
2: those those guys. You know, the, the guy, the butchers at the at the grocery store. They're they've got a hard job. I oh, mean yeah. It's, you know, they're they're cutting you know hundreds of pounds of meat every single day. You know, for the consumer, and, and yeah, anytime you can you can you know become friends with them or just you know. Show some sort of interest in what they're doing, because the more knowledge that you have at the end of the day, the the better it is when it comes to, you know, selecting your own meat and, and knowing what to look for. Because a lot of times there'll be guys that look for something completely different, you know, initially than than other people, you know?
0: Well, unless you're a barbecue expert yourself. Well... I mean, you are, but if you're not, if you're like me, I mean, I always go up there when I'm looking for a steak or whatever it is I'm looking I always ask questions because Absolute, yeah. they're, they and the thing of it is, they appreciate the fact that you're asking the questions and they can become so helpful, well, you know? Yeah.
2: And, you know, it's kind of like you go up there, you ask the right questions, and they, they give you this beautiful steak. And it's kind of like watching their kid being taken <laughs> off. You're like, like, I hope they don't screw up that, that really nice steak because. It took me a while to, you know, cut that thing.
0: up. It's like I see these people on on the internet that foster uh, dogs and cats, and I've yeah. known friends that do it. And I'm sorry, but I would I would just I uh, know, no, I'm not giving. I'm I'm gonna yeah, keep this keep, animal. You just keep them, yeah. You know, and yeah. then they it's come over, like, and there's like 24 cats in my house. You know, <laughs> I mean, I just could, I we, I would cry. It's this,
2: it's, I guarantee you, it's the same way with with really nice steaks. You know, that guy is cutting these things. And as soon as he gets down to, the, you know, to the, the last three or four, he finds a good one. He's like, yeah, I think I might just hang on to that one for myself.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, th- thank you so much for on that. Uh, th- that is really good stuff. And we want to also thank Brad Leininger. He's got the two restaurants in Hollister and Branson, Missouri. com. Oh, and he has a brand new one in Springfield. Okay. He didn't mention that. I know. He's so shy. Well, it's okay. (laughs) Also, we want to thank our new barbecue sauce of the month. It's Urban Q BBQ Sauce. They got the Bayou Classic Creole Q cooking sauce. Fiery, fiery... Food Challenge 2019 first place cooking sauce award winner and it's only $8 and you can get it at UrbanQSmokeHouse.com That's UrbanQSmokeHouse.com Next week we're going to be talking a little bit about direct heat versus indirect heat. I'm excited to talk about that. Oh yeah. For our producer T-Bone and my in-house expert Dan Hathaway, I am Dave Kyes. Thank you so much for listening to Barbecue Radio Nation. We'll see you next week and as always happy barbecuing.